All right, welcome back to the Show Me Show podcast for episode number 27. During a Thursday night football game, so Thursday night Show Me Show podcast. First time we've ever done that, I believe. Um, uh, Luke mentioned a couple of shows ago that we, you might see a Thursday night or a week show before the Sunday weekend show. And tonight is the night, the first one. Um, and, uh, Luke is at his aunt and uncle's house for the show. And yeah. I'm at home, Dif- both, uh, in school, different this location. Week. Yeah. So some new locations again, actually you might be able to recognize on my screen, the movie room, kind of where the first four or five episodes of the show were actually at, um, Cam, I'll yeah, be honest so- right now. I cannot recognize a single thing. You're just a big potato. Yeah. Yeah. But- you're one <laughs> right now. You're just a pixel. I've, I'm looking yeah. at about three to four pixels on my screen, which is it's kind of <laughs> nice. I, I kind of miss just the absolute shit on my computer on one side of the screen. It, it's it's nice, um, but yeah, let's talk a little Chargers Chiefs. So uh, yeah, first half is over. I feel like we're like Thursday half, night halftime analysts right but, now. Yeah, but this is the second Thursday night game of the year. But this is the very first. Amazon game, and uh, just a few moments ago, we got our first glimpse of Jeff Bezos sitting with Roger Goodell. Um, that that looked like an interesting combo of people. I'm sure they're having a blast. There is Roger definitely work getting done there. Stone-faced, but probably speaking in Morse yeah. code. Um, yeah, I saw PFT tweet that. Um, one thing to note: <laughs> uh, this game so far is that uh, marching Mizzou, uh, the Mizzou band is on the field right now. Just an important tidbit to throw out there. Um, but yeah, ten yeah, seven. As our good Chargers. friend Morgan pointed out, who's in the room? Yep. And uh, yeah, one thing to note about this game is that Justin Herbert is yet to lose. In Arrowhead Stadium. So right now he's got the lead again, and he's looking to go to They get the ball out of halftime. And, yeah, and they get the ball coming out of the half. So should be interesting to see if they can hold on here. Um, he's made some incredible throws already, but the Mahomes pass to Jarek McKinnon was pretty freaking sweet. I'm not going to lie because he was just on the run. Yeah. Jarek is – in a dead route, and then he just finds his way open a little bit and easy touchdown with the little sidearm baseball type throw. Um, but that was yeah, pretty it was just sick. an incredible, uh, just an incredible improv- improvisation play. He's just like running around the field trying to make something happen, and then he finally does. So that's kind of cool. Um, just a yeah. beautiful and, football play. They're showing it right now, but uh. Shit! Oh, the jerseys tonight look awesome on the television screen. Just the the red the, and the the yellow. Jersey the Chargers matches. jerseys look good pretty much anywhere. But I mean, with the mix of the red with the Chiefs, it looks really good tonight. Also, one thing to point out: uh, the atmosphere at Arrowhead is just awesome tonight. I mean, it is sold out. You can tell the chop is in full swing. At least it was at the beginning of the game. Um, and it makes sense. Everybody to have probably Kirk, took Kirk off work Street tomorrow. Call. Yeah, probably. Um, don't blame them. Uh, Kirk Herbstreet calling this game with Al Michaels and 
it's pretty college like football like atmosphere for an NFL game in terms of intensity. So I'm I'm sure that was cool for Kurt to see that. Um, Luke, what do you think of the booth so far? Um, I, I, I like it. I, I always like Al Michaels. Um, Kirk Herbstreet is a great announcer, and I think they actually work well together. Their chemistry is just a little bit off, I feel like, just a tad bit, but it will get better as the year goes along. And then I watched the pregame show, actually. I, it's a fun pregame mix-up there. They had Richard Sherman, Ryan Fitzpatrick. They had Andrew Whitworth on. And then, of course, Tony Gonzalez, too. So that's just an interesting group of guys that's going to get some interesting conversations done. And I think that's – I think it's a great atmosphere here. Yeah, um, and Carissa. For, for Thursday Night Football. Yes. Who's one of the, the best female reporters in, in the game, really. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, um, one of the best reporters in the game. They throw out female. She's one yeah, of the best for sports, really. Yeah. Yeah. So um uh that's that's the, that's the game. I'm hoping for a more exciting second half for sure. Um I mean it was yeah, there's not cool a whole plays, lot of points. When you have these two teams match up, you want you want more points, yeah. So I think we'll get that. Yeah. I think we'll I think we'll be fine though. You want to talk a little bit about the Monday night game though? Yeah, we're going to jump into that real quick. Um All right. Seahawks Broncos are Russell Broncos Wilson Seahawks, actually. Yeah, the Russell Wilson return him? to to Seattle, um, it, it, and they actually, you know, so he's running out on the field, right? First time back in Seattle since he was traded, and you're expecting, oh, he won a Super Bowl with Seattle. They're going to cheer him, right? Nope. Just a rain of boos on him, and it makes sense in a way because he did kind of get his way out of town, but uh, the Seahawks, all the players got their revenge on Russell Wilson, so, I mean, we're all talking about a Russell Wilson revenge game. I think it was more the opposite, like the players getting their revenge on Russell Wilson. And then Nate Hackett, um, his coaching debut ended in a in a catastrophe almost. So, tough, tough to see that, for sure. Yeah, and honestly, you said it was a, you know, a revenge game for the Seahawks. And while I do agree with that, I have a little bit of a take on it. I just think, you know... They wanted to beat Russ, obviously, because like you said, he he fought his way out of town. I mean, he wanted to he didn't really want to be there and he got his wish and he got out of town. Um and I don't think the Seahawks though, they didn't really have a whole lot of pressure to win this game. I mean, their roster is not good. They're starting Geno Smith at quarterback, who has not been able to keep a job in the NFL. He bounces around and uh he can't maintain a starting position, so they have to start him because their other quarterback, Drew Locke, also sucks. And so you're not you, nobody has big expectations yeah, for the Seahawks. One other thing about uh, um, one other thing about Drew Locke is that uh, he catches the worst strays. I don't know if you noticed, but like at halftime, there was a reporter. I forget what his name, I forget who it was, but he was like, "You see this guy right here?" And he circled him, and it's Drew Locke standing on the sideline, just cheering on his teammates. And he's like, "You see this guy? That's Drew Locke." And he is standing on the sidelines, and that is the best possible situation for the Seahawks. Just out of nowhere, completely unnecessary there for him to say that. And that's the second time that Drew Locke has just caught an unnecessary stray and like a significantly in the last few months. So I, I kind of feel bad for him because I mean he is he isn't very good, but leave the guy alone, goodness gracious. <laughs> you know. 
Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he is a true son, Mizzou legend. Um, so it does kind of hurt to see that, that he just sucks that bad. Um, but to be fair to all the people that, you know, shoot or when he catches strays is he does suck. So that there is that. Um, but like I said, I don't think there was that much pressure on the Seahawks to win this game and they could kind of just come out and play very loose and the crowd was awesome. I mean, they were in the game the whole night. I mean, the 12th man usually is, but you know, extra for Russ. And, uh, you know, they came out victorious. I mean, Geno Smith had a hell of a first half, and that was pretty much it, honestly. The rest of the game, they really didn't do shit on offense. Um, But the defense held. And that's another thing. The Broncos sucked in the red zone, and they sucked on the goal line. The Javante Williams horrible fumble when he ran into his own guy and just shot the ball out onto the turf. Um and they missed another goal line. And, um, yeah, and Luke also. They had three stints. We got toward, yeah, we, they, as we got towards the end of the, the game. Yard line. As we got towards the end of the game, as Luke pointed out, uh, just a coaching catastrophe with Coach Nathaniel Hackett, who up to that point, you know, he had his team in the game. So, I mean, you can't fault them there, and they ended up losing on a kick. But I think me and Luke both think that they probably shouldn't even have lost on the kick because they probably shouldn't have kicked it. Yeah, I mean, it it is what it is, though. I mean, it it wasn't the smart decision because McManus, his career long was 62. And so to put him in for a two yards longer than his career long um, and on the road – for a game winner, just doesn't compute real. But uh, I think Hackett will learn, you know. It, it was his first game as a head coach, so you got to give him a little bit of leeway, but it was pretty bad, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I mean, it was – I don't mind the, actually the trust in your kicker in week one because I, I actually think McManus is good. I mean, he has a leg, like just an absolute boot, so – I don't blame him for sending him out there, but it was also your first game of the year. And and maybe the more important thing is that you're paying Russell Wilson $250 million. Why not send the guy out there who is getting paid all this money to try and get five yards? I mean, that's kind of why you got him. At least that's that what is, you kind of think as yep, the I'm, fan. But they didn't do that. And um, personally, I think this game had much more pressure on Russell Wilson to win this game than the Seahawks. And uh, it was funny when he lost. And I'm not going to lie. I was never like a big Russell Wilson hater. I didn't really understand it. And I'm not a Russell. I don't hate him. But he is just – he's weird. And he is – He's a goofball. it's not just that he's very, very fake, I think. And it's not I – I think he's a good guy. I mean, we see it all the time with his charity work and stuff like that and visiting children's hospitals and whatnot. But he just posts weird shit online, and he is just – he's fake. And I think maybe – I, I don't know if fake is the right word. That as well. But I, I would call him more of a robot. Like he's just like – Yeah, that too. An NPC. I mean, he's just but, super cheesy, super corny more of a more than fake but he's an incredibly corny fella to say the least 
he is incredibly corny, but it's almost the reason why I think it's almost fake sometimes is it's like it's almost too corny, you know, like to where you're like, is this real? Is he really putting this out there again? Um, I mean, we can go on and on. I mean, he has the you know, some of the videos are funny because they're just that bad, like the Mr. Unlimited video with Russell Wilson or the video where he clearly just had sex with Sierra. And he just popped out <laughs> his phone and started recording, which was just so wild to me, I thought. And uh, there was that TikTok that can help a man from breakfast uh, for where he's just pointing to like football, faith, family, and flying. I I did not understand that one bit, and it was just I don't know. It's just a weird guy. But I've yeah, my family lives in Colorado, so I always have like a slight rooting interest for the Broncos. But I wouldn't mind if he's okay. Let's go another Mike Williams catch. He's been having a nice, yeah. nice game. That was a sick that was play a good by for me to start him in fantasy. I, I know. He's kind of had a slow start though. All right, you want to jump into our week two predictions? Yeah, I'll explain Before, it a little uh, bit. The, the meat of this show here. Yeah. So me and Luke, uh, as often as we can, because as we said in previous episodes, that you know we're probably not going to be able to do a Thursday night show every single week. And, I mean, if you're a true listener, you know that our schedule has not been very consistent for a few months now. And that's just how it is right now, me and Luke. Both in school, uh, both have had jobs and stuff like that and, uh, you know, stuff like that. And on top of the podcast, which we love doing the most out of all those things, obviously. But sometimes we just can't find the time. So we're going to do this thing, though, called Show Me Show Predicts. Where the show me show as a whole, so just me and Luke are going to make picks and put them out there, and we're going to see how we do at the end of the year. Um, so yeah, we have some that we're not very sure yeah, on or in agreement. We're going to try and we're going to try to do our best to uh, agree on these, to say the least. Um, and I think for the most consensus, we do agree on them, but uh, there's a few that yep. I think we're going to end up disagreeing on. So first up uh, on the list. We're just going to do the Chiefs and Chargers game since it's on right now. And by the time this comes out, it'll be over. But we both picked the Chiefs beforehand. So I guess we'll see how that prediction turns out as Austin Eckler uh, does not pick up the first down there. Um, and then potentially one of the – probably the game of the uh, Sunday, really, uh, Buccaneers and Saints. Can put the Buccaneers down on this one. I, I picked the Saints. The Saints just uh, – they kind of they kind of own the Bucks, if you know what I mean. Like their defense is just good, and and the Buccaneers' offensive line this year is significantly worse. And I think that uh, I, I just think that with the Saints' defense, their linebackers and their D line, they're going to get through this offensive line and put pressure on Brady. And anytime you do that, Brady sucks. And I I just think that uh, that's why the Saints are going to win this. And the the dome is just going to be bumping. I like I said in previous episodes, ride or die, Jameis guy, um, and I want the Saints to win. Um, but I picked the Buccaneers at first glance because one, their defense shut out the the Cowboys last week, even when Dak was playing. And uh, the reason why I also picked them is so you know they shut out the Cowboys, but 
the Saints offense didn't get going until the second half. And I don't think the Falcons defense is even that good. So that was kind of concerning. Um, but then again, what a know, play there by Mike Williams. Did you the see that? Buccaneers also didn't really get their offense going. I don't know. I just saw an Austin Eckler rush for a first down. I think oh, I must be ahead of you. Mike Williams just, huh? I, yeah, I might be ahead because uh, Mike Williams just made a damn good catch for the, for the touchdown there. Holy shit, yeah. Look at that. Whoa, that was Megatron-esque. <laughs> wow. Him and his contested catches are insane. Look at that. That's incredible. Uh, even better. Look at He's looking great for my fantasy team this week. Over 20 points already. Probably. Over Wyatt Sneed, too. That sucks. Sad. All right, where were we? We were in the middle of Buccaneers Saints, right? So yeah. I do have – I did have the Buccaneers. So I think the way we're going to do this is we're each going to get two vetoes. So – on our pick'em sheet, I have the Buccaneers. Do you want to use one of your vetoes? Yeah, I'm veto. I'm I'm going with the Saints. I don't think that okay, the so, uh, Buccaneers have beaten the Saints in a regular season game with Tom Brady ever. So I, I think we're going yeah. with the Saints. Okay, and, uh, Saints uh, the next game up, we got the, all right. Uh, next game up, we got Patriots and Steelers. I think this is a consensus agreement. Uh, Steelers, the Patriots looked like ass in week one. Uh, <laughs> and that's really all there is to it. The Steelers didn't look the greatest, but uh, they certainly looked a lot better than the Patriots. And it'll be a very, very boring game, to say the least. I had two really bad offenses, uh, but I think that the Steelers are good and really boring games. So, Yeah, one thing I'm a little concerned about is uh... – you know, we're going to be missing half of our pass rush with TJ Watt out for a few weeks or six to eight weeks, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this, I think, three or four shows in a row now where the Patriots sucked in the preseason on offense. They came in last week on offense and sucked. And to top it all off, McCorkle Jones had to get a back x-ray, a back x-ray, um, an x-ray on his back. And so he's probably not even at a hundred percent. I don't know yep. if he's playing or not, but I think as of right now he is. So yeah, we're going probably. Steelers there. Next. That was kind of a Jets funny uh, little bit of autism attack there by you. You did? <laughs> no, you did. You're like, he had a back x-ray, which he got um, an x-ray on his back. back x-ray, x-ray on his back. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. Jets at Browns. Um, Browns. I don't think, uh, Browns. as long as Joe Flacco is still playing, I think it's Browns. Yeah, Flacco. Um, this one is, was hard for me. i not really sure. Commanders not at really Lions. I picked the Lions. Are you? I got the Lions as well. agree with that one? Okay, so we'll just move on. But I think it's interesting, this one. I'm curious to see how the Lions secondary plays in this game. Because they have to stop Curtis Samuel, who looked good last week, and obviously Jahan Dotson, who scored two touchdowns in his rookie debut, and of course scary Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas, who yep. also looked all right last week. So, and Brian uh, Robinson one thing might about be coming this game. back. 
off of uh, getting shot. I, I think he. I don't think Robinson's coming back this week. I think it's going to be in the next few weeks. But yeah, he did get shot, and he's going to have a very fast recovery. But one thing about this game, the Lions played really well against the Eagles last week, and the Eagles, I think, are really just a top team in the, the NFC this year. And uh, I think that this is a game that if the Lions want to be competitive this year, they got to win because the Commanders aren't that good of a team. They have a solid offense, but all in all, they're not that good. Um, so I think this is a game that the Lions have to win, and it's in Detroit again, so maybe another sellout. It's a Lions. Yeah, Lions I, like, the pick. I like it when they sell out Ford Field. Um, also, Carson Wentz had four touchdowns last week. Did have two interceptions. One was a freak play by Trevon Walker, though, so not exactly shocking. But, yeah, I mean – I want to see if they can stop the football team's wide receiver core, and I want to see if the football team defense can stop Jared Goff, which I think they might be able to do, though. So um, if that pick – did that interception stand on your screen? Uh, What was that? Sorry, I I was watching the game. Did the interception stand? Uh, they just, that's offsetting penalties. So they're going to, ah, shit. Play. Okay. So, but yeah, um, was, moving along, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, Panthers at Giants, Giants, Panthers. This one, I have no fucking clue. I pick Panthers, but uh, I don't know. I, 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 I I'm going to pick Panthers as well, but at the same time, I don't really care because neither of these teams are very good and they're not going to be around at the end of the year. I think people are going to be riding high on the Giants after their uh, their win last week, but I think the Panthers are going to be a little hungry. Yeah, me um, too. I think Baker is unbelievable. <laughs> well, I guess the another pick happens, so it doesn't matter that it gets overturned. But uh, so Chargers oh, looking real I'm nice now, there. seventeen there to seven. <laughs> this is how I felt last week. You were so far ahead of oh, me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Cowboys game. <laughs> now I'm ahead of you. Oh shit, that was a bad so, uh, interception by Mahomes. That was yeah. really bad. Um, moving on. That was a good catch. Colts at Jaguars. Colts. Colts. Right. Colts. Although it wouldn't shock me if this one's really close. Gotta but be Colts. Um, no, Falcons I think the Colts Ravens. are going to come out very hungry this week after their showing last week. Dolphins at Ravens. This is actually. I don't know what hungry is for the Colts. I don't know if I've ever seen them hungry. You know, <laughs> that's actually a good point. I yeah. that's just my so, stance uh, on the Colts. I I've never seen them jump out on somebody really in a big way, especially especially on the road with Matt so, Ryan too. Yeah, so I'm not really sure, but so, uh, I think they will win. But yeah, Ravens. Ravens. Dolphins, Ravens. Yep, Ravens. This is Lamar. just one of the more off. fun. Oh, sorry. This is weird because you're a slight delay over me here. So, uh, but the Dolphins and Ravens, one of the most fun matchups of this week. I think it's going to be a very underrated matchup. Um, but hey, I'm all for a Lamar MVP season this year. So I'm going. I'm picking Ravens. You don't like it, Morgan? I don't Morgan is Morgan is in on the Dolphins and Tua. Disagreed. Are you picking Damn. Ravens or Dolphins, Morgan? Oh, he picks Ravens. Okay. Okay. 
right, good to know that Morg Dog is on board. Yeah. Um, Falcons just in like the Lamar MVP season. Oh, he's probably like a Russell or fuck. Who's his team? Is it the Broncos? Yeah, he's probably a Russell Wilson lover. <laughs> Do you love Russell Wilson, Morgan? He probably loves all. He the said he loves him. I love him. Do you um, want to marry him? Do you have unlimited love <laughs> okay. for Russell Wilson? Do you have unlimited love for Russell Wilson? And he says, of course. So that's gross. Um, Falcons right. at Rams. Oh, that is kind of gross. <laughs> Falcons at Rams. Um, Rams. I think they'll bounce back. Yeah. Also, Aaron Donald here. might. That's, that's Rams. Desmond Ritter might be in the game during this game. Why? Because Aaron Donald might hurt Marcus Mariota. Mariota. That, that's just a take. Um, okay. This one, Luke has the 49ers, but Seahawks at 49ers, I picked the Hawks. I, was, I don't trust Trey Lance, but I, I do kind of trust the 49ers defense and Kyle Shanahan, but I don't trust Lance, so it, I put my nuts on the line for the Seahawks. But if Luke wants to veto it, that's fine. You know what? You know what? I'm going to – oh, they reversed the interception? What? Oh, that's a Des Bryant situation there. Oh, I just got back and they reversed it. It's kind of like I, he he Des Bryanted it, if you know what I mean by that. Like it just barely hit the ground and they reversed it. So Mahomes gets bailed out. Um, I I don't mind the Seahawks pick there because the 49ers looked really bad in week one and the Seahawks look really good. But, you know, if you want to go with the Seahawks, I'm not going to use a veto on this one. Um. But I, I'm going to go on the record and say uh, I, I think the 49ers will win. But you know what? I'm riding, I'm riding Seahawks with Cam. So, no, I don't think the 49ers will win. I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if they win. But the only thing is I think they might be a little hungry come, coming back off of a, a terrible yeah. loss to the, to the Bears. But that was also a, a flute game. Um, and I just I, – I think that the Seahawks might be a little bit too high. People might be high on them after – they might be high on Geno Smith after the game, and I think that the 49 – you know what? No, I am going to use my veto. Now I'm talking myself into it. Fuck. 49ers are just too good. They're, Come on. They, they were my pick for – Seahawks uh, just one week. Um, I'm the one I can't. Thing this I'm is a terrible week to ride the Seahawks. It's just a Geno – like a back-to-earth Geno Smith letdown spot. Like, instead of playing one good first half like last week, he's probably just going to play the whole game like he did the second half. So two just below average halves of quarterback play. And that's my scare there. But oh, fine. Right. Well, I, almost, I, I think he's – any of the other I games? Think, I kind of disagree with the Ravens and Cardinals one. I think the Cardinals are going to win. But I'd rather use the, the veto here because you I'm actually Cardinals really Ravens? high on – Yeah, that's what I said, didn't I? Or did I say Ravens? I meant Raiders. Ravens. Um, no, well, I think the Seahawks I think... are I, – I, this is a game I really am just riding with the 49ers on. I think that Trey Lance is going to come back. He's going to show people he's got a lot to prove. And the Seahawks are just going to be a little bit – that was a, that was an emotional game last week. That wasn't a good game by the Seahawks. That was an emotional game. They're getting back at Russell Wilson. I think they really do suck. And the 49ers should wallop them in this game. So I'm definitely using a veto on that. If I had one veto, I would use it on this game. 
Even though I, no, I you respect already... your opinion with the Seahawks. And if... I'm double vetoing, and it's staying Seahawks. Since you vetoed the All Saints right. pick, or the Buccaneers pick. So, double veto. Okay. You do get two um, of those, so you can double. Bengals at Cowboys. Well, I'm going on the record saying it's my Bengals-Cowboys. I've got Bungles. Yeah, I got the Bengals. Over um, Cooper Rush. Gonna come back. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's oh, a- shit. My screen just went to pretty much the same amount of pixels as you. Oh. <laughs> that's one thing I'm – look, it's streaming. You know, I've streamed games on phones and laptops before. You know, sometimes shit gets blurry. And you're talking about it's the Thursday not night cable. Game? Yeah, I'm talking about the Thursday okay. night game. You know, Amazon yeah. at the end of the day, this is a streaming service. And depending on your connection, shit might get blurry. And it is blurry right now. It's it's clearing up, but that's just it's weird to, you know, not have this game on cable or regular TV. Um, yeah, I mean but anyway, uh ours was yeah, Bengals uh, win. Ours was kinda ours was kinda like pixeling up uh, throughout the uh, the game, but it's it's fine right now at the moment. But there was a time where it was just like watching it on an Android phone, like a 2010 version. But uh, anyway, I got the the Bengals winning this one. They're going to be a little hungry coming out. I think week two is oh what a play there, touchdown Chiefs. Um, I think that this is a great time for the Bengals or for teams that lost in week one, that people might be writing off a little bit to bounce back in week two. And uh, they're going to get to do it against the Cowboys on a national stage. Cause it's the game of the week. And once again, the NFL just shoves the Cowboys down our throats, which is unfortunate um, because they suck. They're a terrible franchise, but it is what it is. We got Bengals. Yeah. I think this would have been a good game of the week if Dak was alive, but he's dead. So it's not that great of a game of the week. Um, if the Cowboys exactly. defense can, I'm not. I wouldn't be shocked if the Cowboys defense can keep them in it if they, you know, turn over Burrow again. But um, a lot of people were like, "Oh, Burrow, you know, got lost in the hype." I don't think that's true. I think he'll just bounce right back, and they'll he'll probably throw like three touchdowns, 257 yards, 33 of 46. Um. Something like that, probably. So, yeah, okay. uh, Bengals win. That'd be amazing if you can get that on the dot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Texans at Broncos. I have a, a Broncos bounce back game, kind of like just what you were just saying, you know, teams getting wrote off. Um, I think the Broncos will bounce back. Um, but I think it'll be close. I think Mills Mafia will keep them in it until the fourth quarter. And then I, I think the Broncos might pull away. I actually – I disagree with you in that situation. I, I do think that the Broncos are going to bounce back, but I think they're just going to come back in and wallop the Texans. I think that they're they're not just going to bounce back, but they're going to cover the minus 10 spread. So uh, that, that's my, my take of the week. I think that they're going to just – 10 points is a lot of their points in the NFL. I know, but I mean, they were a lot. on the goal line. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I mean, they have the weapons, but, I mean, what happened last week? I don't. I have no idea. They, Maybe it was they just, couldn't score. It, Ross, they had the yardage know. last week. This is this is the thing. They had the yardage last week, right? They got to the goal line multiple times. They just couldn't punch it in. And the Seahawks had great goal line defense. I don't think the Texans are going to have that 
Um, even though they did against the Colts, but once again, that's a divisional matchup. I think it's a little bit different. So I think that they're going to be able to punch it in this week. And I, I think they'll put up 30 or more points on offense. I think that'd be better for the NFL this year if they do, you know, get their offense clicking. But, um, one thing that kind of worries me in terms of if they actually will get that offensive clicking, and we talked about this jointly together, is the Texans' defense last week, their D-backs were all over the place. And getting their hands on the ball in every which way that they could and forcing, you know, pass deflection breakups and stuff like that, PBUs, um, on Matt Ryan, who's, you know, a proven good quarterback in the NFL, um, so I think that was kind of shocking last week that they did that. And it wouldn't shock me if, you know, they come out and maybe come back down to earth. I'm not sure, but we'll see. So yeah, we do have the Broncos there. Um, next up Cardinals at Raiders and Luke is a little unsure about this one. Um, I picked the Raiders cause I'm an AFC West believer. And the Cardinals did not look good last week. I know it was against the Chiefs, but they did not look good. Well, you know, um, here's the thing with that. I don't mind the Raiders pick because these are two very even teams. They're teams that have uh, high-powered offenses. They play in tough divisions, and ultimately they're just going to choke in the first round of the playoffs if they even get in. Um, so they're very similar matchup teams, so I don't mind the Raiders pick. I me personally, I'd go with Cardinals, but uh, I'm not going to use a veto on it by any means. So, Raiders. And then we'll move on to uh, Bears-Packers. Yep. All right, I got the Packers. Um, this is, once again, one of those bounce-back situations here. Yeah, Packers are going to bounce is... back. I th- Lazard may be back, so that would be huge for Rodgers. Yeah, I think he needs a target that he's somebody who's he's actually already thrown to before, you know, in a game. That's not Bobby Tanyan. I think that'll help him out a lot. And I have Packers too, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, this is like playing in – I mean, not it's not like this. It's not like playing an FCS team because it's the NFL. But, you know, this is supposed to kind of be, you know, you lose week one, you're kind of your pickup game. But – Hey, man, the Bears are 1-0, so who knows? But, yeah, we've got the Packers. Um, yeah. Two games and left two here. Monday night and football this games. A, yeah, this is a doubleheader on Monday night. Um, Titans at Bills. And I've got Bills after the Titans' huge shit show last week in the loss to the Giants. What about you, Luke? Hmm. Go for it. Um, I got the Bills as well. Um, this is actually a rare scenario where I'm not going with the hungry dog here. I don't. I don't think the Titans are going to bounce back that much, mainly just because it's the Bills. But uh, this, yeah, I got the Bills, to say the least. In home, at home in Buffalo, too obvious. Yeah, too obvious I mean, of a pick. Josh Allen looked too damn time. good last week. I mean, uh, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Rabel finds a way to keep it close because you know he's just that good of a coach and a defensive minded guy, but. I mean, even Derrick Henry in that offensive line, they didn't look fantastic last week against the Giants. So, no, um, I think that I yeah. think Henry's going to have a nice that's game. Also, another thing to to point out, uh, circling back to the Giants Panthers game, something that we didn't talk about: um, Aziz Ojulari is coming back this week, linebacker, and Kayvon Thibodeau will be playing his first game this week. They're both coming back from injuries, so that might. 
help their odds in winning that game. I think I've still got Panthers, but just something to keep an eye out on. Maybe uh, Thibodeau will make a big play, you know, get in the backfield early on to kind of set the tone, but we'll see. Um, moving on to the last game, Vikings at Eagles. Once again on Monday Night Football, this one is going to be an awesome game, I think. Um, and I've got I, the I, Eagles yeah. at home. And I think it's strictly just because they're at I, home. Well, here's the thing. I don't know why they have two games on Monday Night Football. It seems like they're two really good games that I would watch separately. But the thing is, they're on at the same time, so I won't be able to do that. Um, but I will probably be picking the Vikings-Eagles just because it's two really good teams. Um, I got the Eagles as well. I'm big on the Eagles this year. Yeah, I think – and they're at home. I think they're, they're going to come out. And Kirk Cousins, I think, what was the stat? Is, has he gotten a win on Monday Night Football yet? I don't know if he has, but uh, he's he's not very good in prime time, and I think this trend will continue. All right, although I do think we're seeing a little bit of a different Kirk this year. That's just that's just the feeling I've had. No. We talked about that feeling I've had about the Vikings this year. Um, paid off dividends week one, but it was also week one Packers. Who who knows what that team, the week one Packers, really is. I mean, week one Packers is like its own entity. You know, after that, it's like a different animal usually. So we'll see. Um, so just to recap, Chiefs, Saints, Steelers, Browns, Lions, Panthers, Colts, Ravens, Rams, Seahawks, Bengals, Broncos, Raiders, Packers, Bills, and Eagles. Um, those are our winners for week two. Um, we'll post a little graphic and we'll update it after, you know, the games have concluded and we'll keep track throughout the season. But yeah, that's our week two show me show predictions. Um, yeah. And, and we make good time on that too. Yeah. Um, one thing left to do is a little tough scene of the week. Luke, do you want to go first? You got a first game if you want. No, mine is bad. Okay. Mine is very, very okay. tough scene. You got um, it. My tough scene of the week, I've got two this week. It's a nice play. Is um, And this tough scene has kind of been building over a little bit of time now, but it's it's really this simple. I'm just becoming a fat fuck. Um, I haven't been able to work out over the past couple weeks. After working out for pretty much three straight months over the summer, and into you know, no, just pretty much over the summer. Um, and obviously at school last year, I worked out four days a week. Um, but not anymore. Just no time. Um, and I don't want to work out really on the weekends after I get off work because of football. And at night after, during the week, just too much homework. And I come home from work. So it's just a tough scene. You know, it's just like, I guess this is how the freshman 15 takes place is just, you just think you have no time and you don't go work out. And yeah, I'm kind of in that spot right now. So yeah, not looking well, great for I, me. I think you're talking about the freshman 15. I think one thing that you're, you're missing on that is, is a lot of alcohol, which I would think, I think you're avoiding, but uh, that you, you'd be putting on about a freshman 25 in that case. Um, is that, is that all your tough scenes? I've got one more, but I didn't know if you wanted to go. Oh, but you said yours is pretty bad, so I'll just give off my other one too. Yeah. Um, Another tough scene in this. This one's weird, but 
I'm a noob when it comes to Microsoft Office products. So like Microsoft Word, Excel. A noob? Um, yeah, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Um, and I guess some reasoning behind this is just that we've used Google Drive and shit the past since fifth grade. So what? Two, two four, eight years. We use uh, Google Drive and like Google Docs and shit. I haven't used like Microsoft Word and PowerPoint and stuff since like third and fourth grade when we we had to like go to like the computer lab and do stuff and write reports and stuff. And yeah, I still use Google Drive too. Like I prefer it over to Microsoft Word and stuff just because that's what I've been using and uh, humans hate change and I don't know how to use it. And uh, it's actually affected some of the school stuff that I've been doing. Like they ask you to, to use Microsoft stuff because they pay for it. It's in like my school's fees or whatever. And so we get it for free, not for free, but you know, just with our school package. And I just have no idea how to use it. Um, I just figured out how to download like the apps onto my Chromebook or not my Chromebook, my MacBook and how to access them from there. I have like no idea how to access like the the Google Drive of like Microsoft Office products, so I'm just lost. So thank God for the internet to go up and search how to do that stuff. But it is just, just a tough scene. Yeah, I, I'm still using uh like the Google Docs and stuff just because it's easier, and and my like yeah, professors I mean, and I teachers don't it. really care. No, I I don't think like um. Uh, the only professor that really seems to care is like my chemistry professor because uh, he needs us to use like Microsoft Word and Excel for science, you know, shit like graphs and linear linear regression and like inserting equations. For some reason, you can't insert equations on Google Drive, which I had no idea that you couldn't do that. But that's makes sense also that I wouldn't know that. Um, but yeah, Google Drive is just way easier to access and use. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing just uh, it restarted our video. So, uh, hopefully, the, the beginning of it's saved, and this is just like a separate clip. But uh, if not, we have, a no, we have a new tough scene to add because we may have just talked for 30 minutes for nothing um, <laughs> if it didn't save. But, but hopefully it did. Hopefully it just uh, – poor internet affecting the flow. Oh, maybe – I don't know. It says we got poor internet right now, but uh, it could be the case. But so that could be a bonus tough scene. But my tough scene is uh, me and my dad got tickets for the game last night, um, which last night was the game that Wainwright and Yachty broke the all-time record um, for starts as a, as a battery, at 325, which is something that will probably never happen again. So that's shout out to them. We'll talk more in depth about it on our show on Sunday, but. Uh, we got tickets to that game. We bought them like a month ago because my dad had like a free voucher. Oh, I don't think my mic was connected. Um, anyways, my dad had like a free voucher. And so we bought them like a month ago and it just was so lucky that we're like, Oh, this is the game that we get to go to. Right. Um, the, the game they get to break the record was the, the one that we picked. Um, so we go, we we're planning to get down there 30 minutes early, you know, get to watch all the stuff. We missed the first pitch. We took us an hour to drive what normally would take us about 20 minutes. The traffic was that bad. Like, we were literally going 30 on the interstate for, like, 
30 minutes, 30 minutes, just going 20, 30 miles an hour is generous. It was mostly like 15 to 20 miles an hour most of the time. So it was just absurd traffic. And uh, we missed the first pitch. We missed the giveaway. They had like this uh, rally towel giveaway for the first 30,000 fans. And we missed that somehow too. So uh, that, it's just a tough scene. I, 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 I'm still just sitting here contemplating like what went wrong. Um, I don't know how we let that happen, but I guess that's, that's, that's what happens when you have two men and no women planning things. Uh, things tend, typically tend to go wrong. Uh, uh, so shout out to women there for being That's also planners, just like but, a nice yeah. introduction to city life is just getting screwed over by traffic. Yeah, exactly. So, that's why you take the subway in New York. But uh, yeah, so tough scene for sure. I probably have some more. I just can't think of them because that's the only thing that I'm thinking about in my mind right now because – I just I hate myself for it. I don't I don't know what why. That was a moment in history that you know how much of a baseball nerd I am, and my dad is a baseball nerd. He's a huge Wainwright fan, and uh, just the fact that we missed that moment, like the first pitch, them breaking the record, just it's just a tough scene, man. I I I'm I'm just sitting here thinking about it, like man, that that sucks. You know, it blows. It, it it's terrible. I, I, I'm not going to forgive myself for this for a long time. I'm a big guy of moving on, like forgetting the past because you can't change it. Just, you know, do what you can do in the future. I'm a big guy to do that and just moving on. Easy to move on. But this is hard. This is hard to move on from. So, tough scene for sure. Well, it's so recent. And, uh, and it just it's just shitty. Like, like, yeah. like we said, you know, it's just traffic just screwed you over. So, and it's something you care about. Exactly. You, know? you so, bought the tickets to see the battery. So, the battery record that is so yeah um that's kind of our show right um yeah chiefs are still currently down at home but yeah that's pretty much it uh we'll hopefully have a sunday show as well um but yeah well this is kind of the format for our thursday night show me show podcast and hopefully we'll be able to do more of them like we said though Probably not going to be every single week, but hopefully as often as possible. So, yeah, um, that's our show. We'll put out the prediction graphic soon as well. And, yeah, thanks for listening or watching. Have a good one. We'll see you you after week two. Sounds good.